This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace and I am answering readers questions. And today I have a question from Tom. Tom says, hi, Annie, I have really changed my drinking. I almost never drink out in public anymore, mainly because of an embarrassing incident that I'd rather not recount where I've decided that it's too big of a risk. However, my drinking is now completely confined to my house where I seem to have a never ending supply of alcohol and beer that I've accumulated for years and I cannot resist it when I'm home alone. How do I stop drinking at home alone? What a great, first of all, Tom, let's celebrate your progress. This is amazing. You're making amazing progress. You are you know, have so much awareness about this. You have awareness about what is happening, what you want to change, which is absolutely incredible. I'm curious if you've tried the alcohol experiment yet. It is a free 30-day experiment. It's at alcoholexperiment.com. If you haven't tried it, I would highly recommend it. And here's why. Sometimes we just need a little bit of our own experience to confirm. And by the way, to take the fear out of what it might be like not to drink. Sometimes we're so afraid of it. I know for years I was so afraid of it because the times when I tried not to drink, I had been depriving myself. And so I was feeling like I was missing out and I was feeling so upset. And so when I would take a break, I would be like, oh, this sucks. I would white knuckle through it. And so my fear of never drinking again was off the charts. But with the alcohol experiment, we do something fascinating and totally different, which is before you even start, we reframe so many things for you about what you think about alcohol, that even by day one, you are approaching it with curiosity and with possibility, and even with hope rather than with fear and dread and deprivation. So if you haven't tried that yet, I'd highly recommend trying it. It's always free at alcoholexperiment.com, or you can download it on the app store. It's amazing. And the other thing that happens with doing something like an alcohol experiment is you make one firm decision. Now, here's the reality. Every single decision we make costs us mental effort. There's mental stress and decisions. The decision to put on this shirt instead of that shirt, to wear these earrings instead of those earrings. All of those decisions are mental effort. And it doesn't matter if it's a humongous decision like who to marry, or if it's a small decision, there's actually a very similar amount of mental effort in the biggest and the smallest decisions. And so what we can come up with and have is something called decision-making fatigue. And decision-making fatigue makes it so that we are tired and exhausted. There's a huge mental burden on our ability to make decisions. It's very uncomfortable. And what results is we make poorer decisions. We don't pay as much attention. We just want to get it over with. So in the alcohol experiment, you have the opportunity to make one firm, clear decision. No drinking for the next 30 days. That's it. One decision. And the relief of making that decision 
is incredible because you know, it's not forever. You know, it's just an experiment. You know, you're just dipping a toe, but when you make that firm decision, it eliminates the decisions you're going to have to make every single night when you're saying, should I drink this? Should I not drink this? Should I drink this? Should I not drink this? So I think that no matter what, and even if it's not a 30 day alcohol experiment, even if it's just like, you know what, I'm going to not drink at home for a week. That could be a really firm decision. Now, the things that make a firm decision easier to keep are going to be to tell somebody else about it and to commit to it publicly, which is another brilliant thing about the alcohol experiment because you do it in community. And so you're able to do that. Now, I think we should also talk about how much alcohol you have in your house. Now I had alcohol in my house for years and years after I stopped drinking, but I stopped drinking in a way that I really overcame all of the beliefs that I had that alcohol was good or beneficial for me before I actually changed my behavior. So I was no longer triggered. I was no longer craving alcohol. Now, if alcohol is a trigger or a craving for you, I would highly recommend getting it out of your house. Now you don't have to let go of it forever. You don't have to, you know, people really wrestle with what to do with it. You can just ask a friend, you can box it up, say, Hey, can I leave this in your garage for a while? I'm just trying something new. Um, you can give it away. You can throw it away. You can do whatever you want, but if it's a, a long time, I know there's an emotional attachment to some of our collections. That's not necessary. Just get it to where you don't have instant access to it. And what that does is that just creates a little bit of space between that trigger and that craving and your action. And in that space, you have time to investigate. Okay, what am I feeling? Why am I tempted right now? What is going on inside of me? What triggers are happening external to the alcohol? Is there something happening at work? Is there some other discomfort that I'm not willing to look at? And the answer here is always curiosity without judgment. And we don't, allow room for that curiosity when the alcohol is so instantly available. So I would recommend just like creating some distance between yourself and how easy it is to access. And I think that can give you a lot of agency and possibility in order to make this decision easier. So the two things I recommend, make a firm decision, giving yourself a finite amount of time to really learn from your own experience of how it is to be in your own home without drinking because our own experiences and don't go into it expecting it to be horrible equally. Don't go into it expecting it to be amazing. Just allow it to be whatever it is and learn from that experience and explore that with curiosity and without judgment. And of course, number two is to try to distance yourself physically from the alcohol so it's not so easily accessible. So you have that moment of reflection rather than instantly giving into temptation. I mean, temptation and cravings, they have done brain scans to show that our prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that makes good rational decisions is completely hijacked during a craving. So when you feel like you're on autopilot and all of a sudden, like, you know, you've poured that drink and you're just like halfway through it and you're like, what? I didn't mean to do that. Like, that's legitimate. Like that's a true experience of how it feels because honestly, the part of your brain that's responsible for decision-making has been hijacked in a craving. And so sometimes there's no failure, nothing wrong with you in just taking some time to make sure that you cannot act on that craving before your brain has a chance to, to catch up and turn itself back on and say, wait a second, I'm not sure if this is really what I want to do. So I hope that all makes sense. Good luck with not drinking at home alone. And if you haven't done it yet, definitely check out the alcohol experiment. And I also, of course, recommend reading this naked mind because it can be so helpful just to really understand all of the reasons you might be drinking more than you want to. 
Are you ready to make instant changes to your drinking? The answer is not in restriction or deprivation, and you don't need more self-control. I am here to tell you that you can break your patterns and habits and finally feel liberated from alcohol. You can return to a life where alcohol is small and irrelevant for you, a non-issue, take it or leave it. In fact, we have three secrets to control your drinking and we are going to teach them all live in a special three-day free virtual event from June 6th to 8th. Learn the three secrets to control your drinking and make changes instantly live with us. Save your spot today at controlalcohollive.com. We can't wait to see you there. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.